my son this morning, 545 in the morning, jumping on the bed. And all he says is like, basketball, I'm playing basketball, I'm playing basketball. And he's jumping on the bed and I'm trying to sleep, just so amped up. And he misses, hard miss the mattress, smashes his face off the floor. And Robin comes running over. I don't know who dropped the F-bomb. It might have been me. It might have been her. Who knows? <laughs> might have been so both I you. walk over and I'm like, I'm like, are you okay? And he doesn't want anything to do with Robin. So he's like, no, daddy do, daddy do. And I'm like, I take, I take him. I'm like, are you all right, buddy? Are you all right, buddy? And then Aubrey, my daughter, starts grilling us. She's like, you're not supposed to say that. And we're like, oh my God. <laughs> it's too early it's for the shit. It's 5.58 for Christ's sakes. Everybody just needs to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> if you got some time to relax your mind, come out with this The Real Dad Podcast. Hello and welcome. Oh no shit. <laughs> I tried to do a robot accent. That's that amazing. was your robot. I was trying to do a robot and the Indian accent totally just came out. It sounded Mexican. I was gonna say Indian. <laughs> Welcome to the Dad Dad Update. I wouldn't admit your name right now, actually. You're racist. I'm Mark, and I am not friends with Dave. I'm Jerry. Just Joey. (laughs) I'm Brian. Uh, Let's dad, everyone. Does anybody have a weird foot thing? Should I not put my feet on the table? Uh, It's borderline. I'm getting comfortable today, boys. They don't smell. Like They're literally in Mark's face, so it's up to him. (laughs) Just hit myself in the face of the mic. We're falling apart here, folks. (laughs) Buckle up. Somebody get Joey a damn lazy boy already. (laughs) Right? Get these feet out of here. I warned you that I was feeling loud. Today. We just got I can't see someone else more comfortable than me. I can't do it. Like I, <laughs> I, I don't like it. It's making me He's too comfortable. No, I want to kick my boots off now. <laughs> no, right. I put my feet up. Like I can't I can't look at somebody and have them be more comfortable than me. I don't know what it is. This reminds me of it. Uh I don't know what it is, but I keep seeing videos of like offside things people are doing on airplanes. Right. Interesting. It's driving me crazy. Yeah. Like the things like yesterday, Mail the one clipping. was like some woman reclined her seat and the guy behind was pissed off. So he just kept he just started hitting the, the chair in oh, front of wow. him and he just kept hitting it over and over and Don't over again. I got a flight. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> like, Don't tell me that. Just oh, like geez. outrageous things or like somebody taking their like shoes and socks off Ooh. and putting them on like, a flight. Yeah. An yeah. airplane. Yeah. I saw one of somebody clipping their toenails on, yeah. the, on the flight <laughs> and putting Why? their feet like all the way under the chair. So little somebody's are peeking out the other yeah. side. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so somebody takes their water and like pours their water on <laughs> That's a good move. I probably would have tickled them. <laughs> There's so many outrageous things. Well, that is outrageous. Yeah. Yeah. People are getting a taste of freedom and living their own life and literally losing all care for anybody else's around yeah. them. They just realize they may never get the chance to do it again. So why not do it now? Yeah. <laughs> if a seat reclines, you should be able to recline it. That's oh, yeah. I like, get fun. Like, I don't understand why people get so angry. Like, yeah. Just recline your seat. Yeah. If you don't like it, then recline. Yeah, it's like a recline tier. Like, it has to keep... Yeah. You have to, like, channel it along. I, I'm not... I hate it when people recline seats in front of me, though. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It just impedes that much closer and then it's you like have an to leave. inch man but then like all like the tray nothing just sits well like everything uh, is fine i don't it's like it. just leave your seat the way it's up <laughs> it's an inch the table's designed just, just leave it your seat accounts alone. for the the lean it's no. everything's great <laughs> stop here just leave your seat alone was it dave was dave in the video punching the back uh, yeah. of the yeah. <laughs> no but i, I have a it. flight on monday you do? and i had to pick my seat oh are you going oh. to vancouver yeah i'm going to vancouver it's at, does robin did know? you, t- yeah, did did you, you tell, tell robin we <laughs> 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 weren't supposed to talk about it <laughs> you're still well, trying to get a show in you're gonna leave before this airs so listen listener i was invited out for a one-day trip to vancouver i have never been in my life and it's like a bucket list for my wife and i to go so I didn't want to tell her. So my plan was to tell her that I was working late at the shop, which is yes, where we no, we, this. we went over your ridiculous plan. No, not, not on air. Not live. True. So I'm telling the people now okay. for the first time, Dave, okay. Okay. it's a show. That's okay. what we do here. <laughs> okay. Honestly. It's like you leaned your seat back in yeah. front of a <laughs> 
That is nice. <laughs> um, no, but my plan was to just plug in one of those robot um, vacuum cleaners at the shop, put my phone on there in case she checks my locations to make it look like I'm working at the right. shop late. Um, mm. That, upon further investigation I mean, and your guys' take advice. much investigation yeah. <laughs> no, to realize yeah. that was a bad idea. No, no, no. But... The, second it, the second it left my lips, you guys were like, a hard no, absolutely not. <laughs> Should you leave the province without Top five worst wife? ideas. <laughs> <clears throat> so I waited. I waited. I did the dishes. I did like a classic dad move yeah. where like I waited until the kids were just absolute assholes. Okay. And then I was like, by the way. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I was invited to go to <laughs> Vancouver, and she didn't say anything. So you went with the pilot on method. There's yeah. already a bunch I thought, on there. I thought it would be, in my head, for whatever awful reason, I thought this was a good idea. <laughs> okay. But not only did I my delivery way off, but also she has to cancel plans oh, with her girlfriend. Wow. In order for me to go, I think she just made that up, though. Just no, she got asked (laughs) to go to a um, like as a plus one to some like really nice thing with her girlfriend, Mm. and um, I fucked up. Yeah, up big time. Yeah, but I'm going to Vancouver, boys. (laughs) Yeah, never been. Is it just the day? Are you getting a little more out of it? A just, little more out of yeah, like a few like, more days, like or is he just no, like a in I, and out? So I had asked her. I was like, "Hey, like I have to book this." So like, mm-hmm. uh, I felt really bad because it was when they asked me if I wanted to go. The flight was seven hundred bucks, and I waited ten days to book it because I like a kind of low key afraid of my wife, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. then I booked it, and I was like, "I gotta book this." Like, are you sure? Do you want to come? And we don't have a will. Okay. So we we're like, Robin was like, "No, I can't put both our lives in danger." So. Have a safe trip. <laughs> okay. that, was, that was what she said to me. So right. she was like, I don't, She's she, a team player. Yeah, she doesn't. She has this thing where she doesn't want to leave the kids mm. for that long out of province but until we get our will set up. It's the whole like Prince Harry, Prince whatever Henry. They are not allowed to travel on the same plane. Oh I really? That's the whole that. thing. Yeah, they're not allowed to travel on. The well, same maybe plane. they are now. Yeah, because he's not. He's like relinquished his. Maybe I don't know. That's but crazy. Yeah, but that it's makes like sense. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, so I leave on Monday morning at 8.45. Okay. Which means I have to leave my house at 4. Yep, 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 yep. I might sleep on the shop that night. Um, and then I get in to Vancouver at 10.45. I'm there all day. I stay over. We record the their podcast at 9 a.m. And then I leave at 4 o'clock on the Tuesday, come home. And I'm home for 11.38, which means I won't get home till like 2.30. Nice. Tuesday. Can't squeeze What's in their, their podcast? Yeah, throw it in. So... Uh, they haven't released it yet, so oh, I don't know what it is, okay. but I'll be plugging our podcast hard. All right, all right, <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> but it's with Acrobus Leather. Yeah, Luke. Luke. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, awesome. Very similar setup to like what we have going on, except uh, nowhere close, actually, now that okay, I say that out loud. that's good, that's good. But his, like, his, minus the TV side of things, is very similar to um, you guys. He's like a super down-to-earth guy, was brought up in religion. He like kind of, conflicts with that and then um his father-in-law is still like a pastor-ish type people but he works with people to get them um off the streets and into the trades oh cool that's cool cool. yeah he does like um some really good work they have to be clean for a certain amount of time and then they've got to do these things and then he hooks them up with like luke and somebody else and then they basically bring them back into um giving them a second chance so eager to learn more about that speaking of uh contractors doing drugs Mm -hmm. Uh, Brian, we got a call. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, no, was, yeah. I just realized, but Mark hadn't heard this story. But no. Uh, one morning, I got a call on the phone, and it's somebody. We, I saw this on on Instagram, <laughs> and it made no sense about. Uh, the driving of one of the Brolaw's vehicles. No. <laughs> so I called Joey and I was like, Joey, you on the road? And he's like, No, I've just dropped the kids off at school. And it was like, uh, Brian, <laughs> this person was adamant that I drug test. Whoever was driving this vehicle, were they? Do they sound elderly? Uh, they sounded very Karen. <laughs> my, my mom's name is Karen. Yeah, but not your mom, this. Karen. Like oh. Karen, Karen. Not the cool Karens. No, it was absolutely <laughs> hilarious just because of the person calling, and I was like offended to the point of like 
Joey was like, is your van in your driveway? And I had to look. I was like, okay, it didn't get stolen. Like, how dare you talk about Brian this way? I'm like, <laughs> of all people, do you actually think Brian would be doing drugs while getting onto the 401? I showed up to site and Dave was no like, sense. hey, crazy driver. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Apparently you were Told doing blow off the dashboard of our cargo Did van. Did she say that? No. What happened? What, like, she say? what were you driving like? I was just driving down <laughs> Harmony to the highway. I don't know. Gave you your license. <laughs> I was drinking coffee out of a mug just like this, but that's about it. Yeah, Maybe they thought know. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Coffee's pretty addicting. <laughs> yeah. I must say. Same, same. <laughs> Some people just nothing else to do but complain about the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, boys. Where are we taking this conversation tonight? I, I'm So I have, uh, I got a couple things. Okay. Um, the first one being bedtime chaos. So we have a little dad vent right okay. now. Okay. My yeah, son will not fall asleep without me to the point where right before moments before Brian showed up, I got a FaceTime and it's just him. Like, I, I don't know if my wife's trying to sabotage me or whatever, right. but it's just him being like, come home, daddy. Mm. And I was like, for the love of all things holy. <laughs> and there's something about this little chimpanzee <laughs> that just like, I can't, get, I can't, I, it's like a love hate. Right. Like, because I know if we get him to bed, I'm laying on my, I'm, I'm too old to be sleeping on the floor, damn it. <laughs> and he's got his little cute fucking hand out the crib. And he's like, daddy, lay, daddy, sleep with me. Daddy, sleep with me. Aww. And he just turned two. I don't even know how he knows how to put sentences together. But he just plays on my heartstrings mm-hmm. to a point where I can't say no. Yeah. Well, of course not. I can't. And I lay down and like my hips hurt. My back hurts. My knees, everything <laughs> hurts. And I'm holding on to his little hand. And he's just like grabbing my hand mm. and he'll start kicking and stuff. I'm like, Hey buddy, time to go to sleep. Okay. Okay. Daddy. Okay. Daddy. <laughs> Good night. Daddy. Sweet dreams. Oh. And I'm just like, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> but only you, only me. Like Robin goes in. We'll not even not let, give a shit. No, no. Mommy's scary. No. What Mommy's if she scared. started working with tools and got like rough hands? Would mm. it work? I don't know. He is, he's obsessed with Princess Peony right now, so it might. Mm, it might he's work. Getting it. What is it that's created that bond between you and your son that it's I can't like pick all it up. you? <clears throat> no idea. So, like, when we first moved into the house, he went on this, like, daddy only, like, daddy do. That's his thing. He's like, daddy okay. do, daddy do. Mm. Like, Robin can't do anything for him. And I'm not built for that type of attention. I'm right. just not. I can't. I can't. I am like low on patience. I've noticed because I like, he constantly needs me to do everything. And, um, I can see how much it hurts Robin, but when Robin is like, she's kind of, we've basically taken on, like, I, like, I kind of go more towards him caring for him. And then she'll go more towards like caring for our daughter kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I can kind of see like when she's at her, normally when she's kind of at, at her peak, is when I kind of step in, but now we're both at our peak at all times. So it's like right. well, I don't know, I don't, I don't know. It's we gotta either throw one out into the woods or just. <laughs> it's hard, man. It's really, yeah. really, really hard. And the, the chaos of bedtime, it's almost like the second after school happens. Like I get, I don't, I want to say sad, but I get kind of like, oh fuck, here we go. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then it it never fails. Like I'm usually. Last night I was fighting to stay up until like 11.30 because I just don't get to do what I want to do anymore. And yeah. it's really, really hard. Like Robin went to bed at like 9.30, like the last four nights. And la- like last night I'm like fighting to stay awake and stay awake. And she's like, why don't you just go to bed? And I was like, because I don't get to do shit. I don't right. get to do the things I want to do anymore or the- watch the shows I want to watch or like even just like do video or whatever. I don't get to do it anymore. And I can't. I can't sleep my friggin' life away for these damn kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, we like tonight was funny because uh, after dinner, I kind of I did some dishes and the girls went in t- and turned on a movie, 
and they were watching a movie. We usually try not to do like screen time after dinner is kind of like our thing. We'll play board games or play cards or something different. But I was doing the dishes and I saw that they put on the movie and I was like, you know what? I'm okay with this right now. And then Ben's like computer time went up and he kind of went in there and I made myself a coffee and I went upstairs and we were, I like sat down on the bed and I was like, so the kids are watching a movie, but I'm kind of okay with it. Cause that means we can just chill and read for a bit. And then she was like, yeah, that me too. So mm-hmm. we let them watch the movie. We we're laying up in our bed, reading our books and then. All of a sudden, you can start hear the noise level start to raise and escalate. And I'm like, ah, shit, there's about to be a fight in a second. I'm like, the movie must have ended. And you can just tell that moment of like, well, the screen's on. You have your peace. You have your quiet. They're occupied. They're entertained by it. The second the roll credits, like you could literally hear like the end of movie song. Mm -hmm. Like, you know where it starts to change. Mm -hmm. And then the energy was just building and building. And I'm like... I don't want to go deal with this right now. Like, just put another movie on. Just keep it going. But you know, like, there is that. And sometimes it's the, you're paying for letting them have that extra screen time because right. they're, like, overstimulated now. And you're like, okay, now fall asleep. And you know I it's know. not going to work. So then we ended up playing a game with them to kind of get, like, the, get it out of their system and then right. go up for bed and... I find bedtime, like, with the kids being a little bit older can be a bit of, like, a coin toss where because I have three of them, one of them's bound to throw a wrench in the plan or something Mm. like that. It's usually my son who's the oldest who wants to stay up later, obviously, because he's older and should be able to, but he doesn't know how to just, like, stay by himself and not (laughs) piss off his sisters where Mm. it's like, dude, like just leave them alone and you can have all the time you want in the Mm -hmm. world. But like Mm -hmm. when you go in and like he would do the, his sister would be brushing your teeth and he would go turn the lights off in the bathroom and close the door. So they're in the bathroom in the dark. (laughs) Like you little shit. Like I know what you're doing. Like my brother Luke, when he was in the bathroom, cause he would take long shits in there whatever he would do in there (laughs) (laughs) and i uh one time tied a string around the door and then tied it to the handle so that he couldn't get out so Mm. it's like i know what you're doing like you're just messing with your sisters (laughs) you're messing with your siblings but it's just that like you don't know what you're gonna get into at bedtime sometimes yeah it for me it's what comes from it like i'm i really try to kind of like it's that struggle it's like they're only young once. I'm only gonna get this once. They're only gonna. I'm only gonna have this time once. So I'm trying my hardest to like. So what enjoy was it. bedtime like? Like for everybody, like did you guys do um, from when they were babies? Like throw to a what to expect when you're expecting type comment of like, would you? Did you have a bedtime routine or a sleep schedule for the kids when they were babies that translated into uh, their younger years or whatever? Cause we did sleep training with our kids when they were babies. So we would have like, we had like the feeding was fairly scheduled Mm -hmm. and then bedtimes and stuff were fairly scheduled to the point where we had like our son, like most of our kids would sleep like seven to seven. Um, once they got into the habit of it and stuff like that, it was hard. There was like maybe a week or two or three weeks of dealing with some fussing and letting them kind of cry it out for a bit. And then, they became great sleepers. We did were, you guys do anything like that or did you just wing it or? We were we, coddlers. Pardon? We were coddlers. We still do lay downs with Aubrey <laughs> like seven years later. But like That's, we would still do lay downs and stuff. But then like, did you, was it always the same time? Like was bedtime no, no, like routine or? The same. It's yeah. always, always been the same. But like, in my opinion, it's too early. Like we start our bedtime routine at six thirty, which is like, like I hate it. I absolutely hate it because you can't do anything. Right. And then no one else lives their life like that. So now that, like, my daughter is in dance, for example, like her dance doesn't start till six thirty. Yeah. And she's like usually ready to be like winding down at that time, not gearing up to put like perform. You know. So it's um. I think it's a little bit of a learning curve for us. The The thing that I struggle with the most is we went six years doing the routine with just one. Right. And then now it's like, it's a conversation that my wife and I are having because 
and and Robin makes a lot of sense where she's like, no, we need to nip this in the bud so that we don't have to go through all this stuff. But then I'm like, but we went through it with Aubrey. Right. And we're not going to do that with him. And I don't know if it's because like I have this bond with him now where I'm just kind of like, this son of a bitch puts me through hell all day. This is all I want. Like, this is the time where I get the cuddles and stuff. Got you. So that's why you're saying you love slash hate it. Because you love that moment. Like, that's what gives you the ability to deal with the intensity of every day and the need and the need and the need. Is that, like, cute little moment that you get there with them? Yeah, but I also can't afford to shut my day down at 8 o'clock. And that's where it's like you're I'm in this mode of like trying to get him to fall asleep. But and I'm I can't do anything else. I can't scroll on my phone. I can't I can't do I can't I just have to lay there and hope that he falls asleep or I'll sing him songs or whatever. And then you're like, now I can't think about anything. I'm not watching. So I'm not like stimulated in any way, shape or form. So I now start to go down. Right. And, and then, then now tired, I'm exhausted right. and then I'll fall asleep on the floor. And then if Robin is able to wake up from her bedtime routine, with the, then it's like 10 o'clock and we wake up and we're like droggy. And we was like, I'm just going to bed. And now my day ends at 430 in the afternoon. Right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And it's hell. It's parenting hell. <laughs> it's yeah. the ringer. <laughs> it's the ringer. And I'm not asking, I'm not asking for like, Anything other than it's going to be okay, because I know it's going to be okay. It's just <laughs> really hard right now. It is. No, it is. It is parenting. Like that's what. Uh, so I just had a TikTok along the same band of what you said previously of like trying to just enjoy those moments because you're only going to get them once. And it was a guy just audio saying when you're ever in those crap moments as a parent where things are going wrong and your kids aren't listening, picturing yourself at 80 years old and you've been sent back in time to this one moment and it's the only moment you're going to get mm-hmm. and enjoy it for what it is and i'm like yes i get that and i can see how that could be a good tool once in a while if you're like outside you maybe went for a hike and the kids are being assholes and you can use that kind of mind trick to work but that doesn't work every day yeah. that doesn't work every hour if your kids are having a bad day or it's just a rough weekend or something like that you can't keep just pulling tools like that um, because parenting is just hard. Like when we get mm. through some of this stuff and both of your kids and, or if you have multiple kids or even one kid sometimes, like it is just, they drain a lot out of you and it takes a lot to keep your composure, keep your patience and parent through it. And that's what parenting is, is actually just staying present and parenting your kid through all of those tough times too. But it, like you said, there's not, there's not an answer to it. There isn't something that makes it better, but it is just... But I think it does come down to like what you want in life and like Mm -hmm. what, like if something is working or not working. And like we've talked about like so many other things that you have your, the ability to change your mind on something, whether those are like hard hitting topics of politics or economics Mm -hmm. nowadays or parenting. It's like you have the ability, like you are the parent, you are the one that's in control. The kid isn't in control. (laughs) But the kid isn't the one that's in control. Like is the kid controlling you or are you the parent of the kid? kid, Controls my life. You only have so much control over children though. Yeah. But like with something like that, it's like you are the one that's setting up the routine. So if you are okay with that, then you can continue to do that. But if you aren't okay with that and that is ruining your marriage relationship then it's not in the best interest of the kid to do that anymore right and it Um, might take time it can yeah it can just be harder to change the longer you're into a routine Mm -hmm. uh first off i I called you an idiot (laughs) (laughs) i don't think you're an idiot um not a very smart statement from (laughs) my current lifestyle choices um but it's very difficult for me because I want to be quote unquote that present parent and I want to be the, the things, but you're right. It's like, like my mental health needs to be prioritized over other things because what's more important is that the kids mm-hmm. have like a stable parent yeah, to yeah. be able to facilitate that. And even if that's putting a clock on it or something, right. Where it's like, yeah, I will come in and I'll, I'll lay down and hold your hand, but mm-hmm. like, it's only for a certain amount of time. Like, obviously the kid doesn't know how, yeah. what, how time works or anything, but yeah. you can still do that and be like, all right, now I'm leaving though. Yeah. And like have that yeah. moment to be able to walk away and let it go kind of thing mm-hmm. where I know like my daughter, my wife and I have like different 
things that we'll do with the kids at bedtime. And like my youngest, she likes it when I'll lay down with her till she falls asleep. Yeah. So some nights I'll do that with her. I'll lay there. She falls asleep quicker. Other nights she is just chatty as can be. <laughs> and she just wants to tell you all the stories mm-hmm. in the world. And I will listen to those stories for as much as I can take kind of thing. And mm-hmm. then it's like, all right, you're on your own now. Yeah. It's time. Like <laughs> Dad, daddy's going now. Okay. So we do like, I love you. Give you yeah. hugs. We do our little, like, we do swoop boop. There's a little, like, whoop, yeah. whoop. And then, like, <laughs> and then I'm out kind of thing. And she might get out of the bed once or twice. And it's like, no, like, it's bedtime now. And like, oh, I want the daddy. And it's like, okay, but that's, we, daddy was there for a while. We yeah. talked this through. <laughs> the ha- the hack, daddy's done now. <laughs> the hack with my daughter, because our daughter's the same age, that I have with her is I say, if you're sleeping, I will stay longer. And she goes, okay. And she falls asleep right like, yeah. at the drop of a hat. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm leaving in two minutes. If you're sleeping, I'll stay late longer. Right. She goes, okay. Yeah. My and son's she... like, all right, you can go, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. Here. Yeah. Like, the routines for us, like, they always start out the same, but every night is almost... Yeah. Almost every night is different. Like, some nights I'll stay and fall asleep with them. and But I, like, I wake myself... I don't know. I never let myself like fall asleep for too long. Oh my god! I can, I can have like a fifteen minute power nap basically, nice. and then get up and keep rocking. Where my wife, unless I go wake her up, <laughs> she'll she's be gone. yeah. She's she gone. She's exhausted. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it changes every night. Like one night, one kid will want to snuggle me, and the next night they'll be like, "Eh, I'm good." <laughs> it's like yeah. so. It's it's a not as difficult I find for me because. Like the nights where they ask to snuggle me, I'm like, yes, let's do this. Mm. And then, yeah. yeah, and it usually doesn't last like that long before mm. they're either sleeping or they're like, okay, I'm good now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but yeah, I would, I can imagine that like if it was like every night you were required every day the same mm. thing over yeah. and over, that would be challenging. For the last month, yeah, it's every day, and like even Tuesdays. So like we we record on Tuesday nights, and I'm here. And the FaceTime, and it's like, I have guilt now because I know how much harder, mm. like, like solo parent, solo bedtime with two kids is already difficult enough. Three, I wouldn't even go there. That's why I got snipped. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when you're trying to do it with a kid that literally wants nothing to do with you, like you are not the option. I, I just have this like it's like guilt now. And I, 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 I used to joke about like, Oh, mom guilt is real. But like it's spousal guilt. Like I don't want her to be subjected to that. Right. Like mm-hmm. whatever. Right. And, and it's, I'm fortunate enough where it's not affecting our relationship. Cause we still have like a really good connection and we're still like, we're on point, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely is affecting me mentally and my, mm-hmm. my patience. And then, um, because so going back to what Joey was saying before, another thing that you kind of have to keep in mind with your communication with your kids is is strategy. So mm. how you reply to things and how it could be received is something that I like a big takeaway that I've taken from like the interactions I've had with my kids the last week because my six year old apparently has a boyfriend, <laughs> um, <laughs> and my reaction was very much like. Yeah, okay, absolutely not. No boys allowed. Whereas apparently, that's frowned upon. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because it tells them that they can't tell us things. Yeah. Mm, like it makes them want to keep it as a secret as opposed yes. to tell you about it. So I now have to pretend like I enjoy the fact that my daughter has a boyfriend. And two boyfriends. She has a crush on two boys at school <laughs> at six years old. She's keeping her options open, you know? <laughs> Murph's, Murph's had a boyfriend since <laughs> daycare. <laughs> but, and like, it's at like that the most age, innocent like, little really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you're like, just, just move to a small re- town. There's nothing to do there for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> that's on you, bro. They're just kids. They're just playing. And that's the thing. It's that's okay. A, we can talk you, you off this ledge. That is a very good point that you raised. Right, and that that is where the groundwork for that relationship gets right. built now, though, between dad and daughter. 
can I bring this stuff to dad and right. can we actually just have a conversation about it and can we talk about it? Yeah. Because it's all she really wants to do at this point. She's obviously not acting on anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I> you <laughs> got till like grade five till grade five, grade six to be able right? to. <laughs> but you start building those building blocks now. I think that's what you're kind of getting at, right? Yeah. Like it's, the strategy yeah. in yeah. how you react now is what builds those communicative blocks that say, okay, I can trust my dad. I can trust my mom. I can come to them with this stuff and they're actually going to talk with me and explain this stuff to me, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool. That's something that we've been working on a lot as well. Me and Meg, my wife of like, it, it has to start now, which is kind of funny where like Murph is six years old, the same as your daughter. It's like, we're not, we're having these intelligent conversations and you can kind of see things clicking and she'll recall things that we talked about a month or two ago. And mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, no, you're actually absorbing a lot of this stuff. And like, these are real conversations we're starting to get to have like, okay, cool. <laughs> like this is what parenting is starting to get into. Neat. <laughs> Yeah, and it's, that's what, like it, there's so many different stages, right? Like that's yeah. what's and it is like legitimately hard for me to put myself back into your your daughter's the same state age of as life. mine. No, but the older you, my, ones, though. that's my youngest is your oldest, right? Mm-hmm. So like I've already been so I guess through yeah. and past what you're dealing with your two year old. Yeah. So like to me like it like and I legitimately sitting here I'm trying to think back to like when my kids were those ages. Like I can remember switching them from a crib to like a toddler bed mm. and like the getting out of bed and like no it's like now they have the ability to they don't have to climb over a right. crib they can just walk out and it's like i can somewhat remember that struggle but like honestly it, it just disappears so quickly from your Dude, memory my son this morning five forty-five in the morning Jumping, it might have been six o'clock, but sue me. <laughs> my, he jumping on the bed, jumping, and my wife is like, she has this thing now where she wants to get up at six o'clock in the morning every day, mm-hmm. and I'm like, sure, fine, but I'm sleeping on the fucking floor in the nursery, so hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> so he's fucking hammered down it, and all he says is like, basketball. I'm playing basketball. I'm playing basketball, and he's jumping on the bed, and I'm trying to Fired sleep. Fired up, <laughs> I, like just so amped up. And he misses, hard miss the mattress, smashes his face off the floor. And Robin comes running over. I don't know who dropped the F-bomb. It might have been me. It might have been her. Who knows? (laughs) Might have been Matt. So I walk over. And I'm like, I'm like, are you okay? And he doesn't want anything to do with Robin. So he's like, no, daddy, do, daddy, do. And I'm like, I take, I take him. I'm like, are you all right, buddy? Are you all right, buddy? And then Aubrey, my daughter, starts grilling us. She's like, you're not supposed to say that. You're not supposed to say fuck. And we're like, oh my god, <laughs> it's too early it's for the five fifty eight for Christ's <laughs> sakes. Everybody just needs to calm down. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yep, 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 yep. That's I'm the shit. Sorry, That's the shit of oh, man. And then it's like, oh, and then I had like this whole brilliant day planned out and everything was great. And it just like, it just went to hell in a handbasket, you know, literally. And I just, when we were talking about what we wanted to talk about, and I know that this episode's kind of a bit of a train wreck, but I was just like, I need to get this off my chest. I don't know if we've talked about it before, but it, there's like, so many real emotions and it comes in ebbs and flows. And again, I know that it's going to be okay. It's just the point of like, I'm exhausted. One of mm. the things I was thinking about is like that comment that Joey had said about the guy saying like, do you want to look back at that time and remember mm. those, the whatever way or whatever. But it's like, as I'm trying to recall back to when my kids were like this and when I was going through the shit, it's like, I don't, have that much of a memory of that shit like i have the the happy like good times Mm. and like when you think back to your past often those like happier bigger memories stand out bigger than the bad ones but unless you're living in it and that's what i'm afraid of no but that's what i mean to be that but that's what i mean where it's like people say like are you afraid that you're gonna miss out on those things but what things are you thinking back to and like how much are we even supposed to live in the past, the present, the future kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Like if you're thinking like if you're in the moment of like, I'm in the shit, i hate this. Like this isn't working for us, but I need to keep doing this because the guy on the internet don't said, put, don't give me that accent. Okay? I need Just to don't, remember don't the accent. I need to remember <laughs> these, mem- these moments right. and I, uh, the things it's that not I do with your lips, but <laughs> it's like, <laughs> talk like that. But why do we have, like, why does that have to be the case? Like, I don't know you, why I'm geared the way that our, engineered the way that I am. <laughs> but I I'm just know. saying like the ability to change the situation that you're in. Like I understand that you are in the shit, mm. but like 
you're on, you're only going to be there for so long and you're not going to remember the shit. You're going to remember the good times of it. Mm. It is hard. Yes. And it, I just don't like the thought of doing something for the memory, but like, right. what are you doing for yourself now? Mm. Or it's like, am I doing this just so that I can 10 years down the road, look back and be like, I did that. Or are you doing it because you enjoy doing it now? And if you're not I, enjoying I doing it now, then it. why not? I think I'm doing it for to... them is what my hope is. But, but do you remember when you were two? Yeah, but it's more of like a feeling that you associate with that time period, right? You don't like necessarily remember like specific events. Right. But if you're with them and you're there all day long, like he's demanding you all day long, needing you for all these things. And you're there, you're present. You're, you're there for that dinner time and that snuggle and that mm-hmm. book reading and snuggling, watching a right. movie together, all of those things. You're building that love, that trust, that bond constantly throughout the day. Does that one yeah, chunk of time that you're not enjoying that much ruin everything else? Like, or does it like, is it necessary? That is just the bitch of time though. Like when you are in it, it is everything. Like it is all of the time is the present that you're currently dealing with, right? So it doesn't feel like there is that, I'm going to get to the point where I'm not even going to remember this. It's like you're stuck in it. And that's why like mental health is such a big thing, right? Like that's why depression and anxiety exists. Those wouldn't exist if we could all just have that mindset of, nah, whatever, I'll get through this and I'll look back and I won't remember most of it because when you're inside of it, you're buried by it. It's like, there is no way out. This is going to be my every day now. And that's why I think so many young parents struggle because when you're going through these early stages where kids are so demanding of all of your time, it's like, yeah, I think you touched on that, Mark. It's like, where's my time? Like, I don't have any of my time anymore. And it's because it is all being taken and prioritized by them. I suppose it's like, to a large extent, a lot of the shit is stuff that you can't really change and you don't have a lot of control over. You're saying like the stuff that you do have control over. Mm. Why don't you do something about that and change it? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that we have a lot more control over our lives than we think about, too, mm-hmm. where we build our own habits, like just the things that I'm going through, like changing some of the things about myself and the way that I'm living my life kind of in the way that I'm seeing things or you have the ability to take control over those over when you wake up you you control that like mm-hmm. for the most part unless you have a, somebody yeah. waking you up all the time <laughs> um i'm trying to think of it as far as like marks in the shit mm. and i find that like like you said even somebody who's dealing with like a depression or anxiety mm. not that you're in that place when you're in that it's impossible to see a way out of that right how does somebody who's not in it speak into that mm. to help somebody is it just listening to somebody letting them vent so that they can be heard and right okay like that i feel better i can go back into it or is it like there are ways that you can change this for yourself mm-hmm. to help yourself get out of this or to not go back into that state of mind for me it's the first one because it's this is this is my place and I, I don't know if putting it out into the recording world is, is the best place to be doing it. But like this right now is my place where I feel like I can vent yeah, without the, sorry, I can vent and be heard without the, like, I know that you're feeling that way, but I also, mm. that I, I sometimes get when you, when you talk to your spouse about it. Right. Right. And my, my Robin is amazing at, at hearing me out and, and being supportive, but there is this like guilt of like, I don't want to put this shit on her when she's also feeling her way as well. So I think a lot, a large portion of it is I come in, we put the headphones on, I just spit hot diarrhea out of my <laughs> mouth for an hour and 15 minutes. Right. And I feel so much better in the truck drive back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and so for me, it's the first one. It's just a place of being like, I just need to dad vent for... Mm-hmm. Dad vent sounds way too similar to Advent. Like, <laughs> the Dad vent calendar. We're almost our Advent calendar season, though. <laughs> Do you think that by not talking to her about this stuff, 
is like kind of robbing her of the opportunity to actually help you or like help each other through your parenting uh, problem, like struggles. I, so it's, I do talk to her about it. Okay. And it, we, we do, that's what I mean. Like we have a very good open line of communication. Yeah. But I don't necessarily, I don't need to have, I don't feel like I need to have a conversation around it. I yeah. just need to be able to vent yeah. in a safe place. Yeah. To be that I know that I'm not going to be judged. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I feel, I just feel better, you yeah, know? Yeah. And like, I didn't do laydowns tonight. So tomorrow I'm going to, I'm going to be okay doing laydowns and, you know, maybe till Friday and then I'm going to be like, Oh my God. <laughs> well, and often I think that's what allows perspective and what allows you to then have that. Okay. I am going to be okay. I am going to get through it because you've, once you vent it all out, you see the whole picture right. and you kind of step outside yeah. of it yeah. to be like, okay, I see the whole thing now. I'm being a good dad. That's what this is all about. Get back at it. Yeah. And that's where, like, I think we've talked about this a ton, but like, that's what a lot of guys don't have. Yeah. They don't have that ability to vent, put it all on the table for themselves. Let, let alone have a group of guys that'll just be there to support them. But like even just to do that for yourself, to just lay it all out on the table and look around and be like, okay, I'm doing okay. Right. I'm all right. Because if you don't, then again, we're our own worst critic in our heads. You're constantly beating yourself up about how much you're fucking up as a dad where you're not giving yourself the opportunity to step outside yourself and be like, no, I'm, I'm doing okay. I got great kids. I yeah. got a great family. I'm building what I wanted to build. Okay, back into it, where it's like Mm -hmm. so many guys don't do that. So then you're just constantly beating yourself, beating yourself up. And that I think goes back to your point, Dave, of it entirely depends on the person and whether or not they can even receive that from the outside, right? Because like... We're four guys with a lot of knowledge. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about most of the time, but we've learned a lot and we're willing to talk. And I think that makes us... um, I don't know, voices of reason for a lot of people. Mm. Um, but at the same time, if the individual isn't willing to hear or doesn't have the ability to hear, yeah. then it's a moot point anyways, right? Yeah. And parenting is such a difficult thing to speak to and to be vulnerable with and to admit, okay, maybe this is an area that I need to work on. Right. Because um, you're already feeling so open and vulnerable because <laughs> as we all know, walking through it, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> like mm. We're all just doing our best to try to create the the household that we we wanted to have for our kids right so yeah it's a tough one because it I is find so it, hard sorry go ahead. it is so hard to admit when you're like screwing up as a parent though. yeah because you try so hard yeah. yeah it's like i really am doing my best mm-hmm. yeah and sometimes it's just not enough well and it's just and that, that's like hard to each kid is so different too right so right. what you did with your first kid yeah. might not be the same thing the second kid's going to respond to even yeah. or yeah. the third kid like mm-hmm. they're all such unique individuals that require like unique tactics like yeah. Yeah. you need a different playbook for each one almost yeah and just like the volatility of children oh my like, god yeah and like knowing like if the way that you're trying to sort through their feelings is healthy or not yeah it's mm-hmm. like is this actually working yeah. like i really hope it is and like we're gonna stick to it but like is it actually working it's it's kind of scary <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the fun part <laughs> yeah it's like we try so many different things like with our oldest son who like right now like his emotions are really big sometimes and it's like holy shit <laughs> <laughs> and when you're like oh, like let's just stick to it or like right. do we need to change things up like and what does that look like uh and you're just constantly like reassessing as you go and then sometimes you don't really think about it cuz you like go through a long like good stretch but yeah just every once in a while it's like are we doing the, oh like are, are we, we doing this right <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and then know. when you seem like you do have it it, they change. Yeah, it, exactly. Something yeah. else happens. They just, <laughs> they, it just, it's a wild ride. Yeah. Like yeah. holy Hannah Montana, is it ever crazy? Well, and then you have the outside influences that ultimately changes as well, right? Like they're going to school, they yeah. have friends, they yeah. have teachers. Those yeah. outside influences are also going to be not in a bad way, but sometimes in a bad way, like manipulating their mind to to work in different ways. I'm convinced. I'm convinced there's kids that that Leo's in school with that are like (laughs) teaching him things. Some of the stuff that's coming out of his mouth, I'm like, where does that come from? Like, we never talk like that. Oh, yeah. Listen, listen, listen. I got something (laughs) real bad. I got a good one, too. You got real, real bad. So we're, I don't know where we were. Let's call it the dinner table. Probably wasn't there. I think it was like right before bed. But, my daughter 
has a like best friend that lives around the corner from us. She's like six months. So she, my daughter's in grade one and this, this uh, girl is in senior kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And she goes, guess what? Guess what, dad? Mom, guess what I did? I taught Isabella how to say shit. <laughs> We're like, oh, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> Our kid is that kid. Yes, our kid is that did, you say, did you say shush? <laughs> she goes, no, shit. <laughs> I'm so, so proud of herself. So proud of herself. Oh, man. Poor Robin was mortified oh. that she had to text Isabella's mom and say, so I am so sorry, <laughs> but our oh. daughter just told us that you, that she's the one that taught boom, 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 and then she gets a text back and like, LOL, I was right. wondering. And you're just like, oh, <laughs> no. yeah. We are, and for whatever reason, when we're at the bus stop, because they have another daughter that's like not quite in school yet, yeah, like I curse, but whenever I'm around this kid. It's like I I can't help but not curse. Like I just curse <laughs> and curse and curse <laughs> to the point every where other it's word. Like, it makes me uncomfortable, yeah. and then I call myself out. And I'm like, dude, I normally don't cuss this much. There's something about your kid that just makes me want to swear. <laughs> Two things. One thing. Uh, one thing that won't make you swear is installing your own regal ideas. That's oh, a bullshit. So I, I, I curse yeah. so much <laughs> when I install the crystal glass. <laughs> Unless you don't watch enough of the install videos ahead of time. Uh, Regal Ideas, thank you so much yet again for being a sponsor of the Real Dad Podcast. You are the number one innovator in aluminum railings. Keep doing you. We'll keep doing us. Yeah, that's a great read. Great little tagline at the end, too. I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, now on to my weird kid story. Uh, Cooper, the other day, I had to tell him to stop doing something. I don't know. Maybe he took a toy from his sister. Who's to say? Cooper, stop doing that. No, tell me you're going to give him a mirror. I'm like, whoa, what was that? And like, followed him into the other room. I'm like, dude, you okay? Like, I just, you needed to give that back to your sister. He's got a little buddy named Merrick. Super cute kid. Uh, dad, Charles, awesome dude. Met him a couple of times. Here's Cooper sitting down, staring down the ground. I'm like, Cooper, you all right, buddy? I'm going to tell Merrick he's going to get his dad to kick you in the eye. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what did you just say? He's going to kick you in the eye, and then Merrick's going to take out your other eye. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking oh, about? Yeah. Yeah. I walked out of the room, and I was like, Meg, I'm a little afraid. <laughs> like, I can squash this kid easily, but I am terrified of him right now. Yeah. Like, can you take Merrick's dad, though, just in case? I don't know. He's a pretty Big guy. Oh, okay, He's very right. jolly. We get he along might, really well. But he's going to take your eye out for sure. <laughs> he might take my good kick me in the eye. Merrick, the little one's going to take my eye out. I didn't see it coming. <laughs> that's, that's, I don't know where you heard that from. But Things get dark real they quick. Do. They do. Dad, can I have 20 bucks? Why? Because yeah. I got to give it to Merrick's dad so that he can take your eye out. <laughs> my son, we were driving home the other day out of nowhere, and he's two years old, and he's like, I'm going to smash his head with the hammer. <laughs> I almost crashed. I was like, what? Who's head? Who's head? head? And I I spend so much time with him that I know what he's saying. Robin's like, what did he just say? I was like, he said he was going to smash someone's head with a hammer. And my daughter thought it was hilarious. So she's like, yeah, he did. Say it again. Say it again. He's like, smash it with a hammer. And I'm like, what, first of all, why are you so angry? Yeah. Second of all, what? I just bought this kid a hammer. Like, I bought him his first murder weapon. That's the first thing that's going through my head. Yep, yep. You're an accessory now. I'm yeah. an accessory. Yeah, on second thought, you lay down on that floor and you hold this yeah. boy's hand. He's going to be in prison, man. Friends close, enemies closer. Unbelievable. Crew, our youngest, he's like just over a year and a half. He'll like grab, grab the Nerf gun and like pointed at you and just go ah! <laughs> <laughs> what the hell <laughs> <laughs> so I'm slightly concerned as well <laughs> so, I hate so it. cute, I though. Know, okay. <laughs> yeah, 
Ah, kids. Are we helping other dads yeah, raise the next generation? <laughs> no, no, or no, I got one more. Okay, I got one more. <laughs> did you guys watch the Eagles game on the weekend? Yeah, I did. I, I didn't, it. but I watched the Kelsey documentary. Have you seen that one? I haven't seen it yet. No. It's really good. It almost turned me into an Eagles fan. Okay. Well, how now? Hey, how are you now? <laughs> um, so I'm watching the Eagles game, and the, like it was a roller coaster of emotions for this game. And it got to a point where I didn't realize how much game talk I actually do to the screen. But I'll show you guys after we wrap this up, the video. All I had to do was say, ah, and then my son will come walking out from wherever he is and goes, throws his hands in the air. Are you kidding me? And he no. throws up like this. Are you kidding me? <laughs> to the screen. And he's yelling at the screen, okay? Oh, that's so good. That's awesome. And I'm I'm now like cuz it was a nail biter down to like yeah. the final play mm-hmm. and I'm down like this and I'm going like <laughs> and I could hear him doing the same thing behind me. <laughs> that's great. But then I didn't hear him walk in front of me. We win. I go, "Yes, knee this poor fucker in the face." <laughs> Like you saw on the internet, like you've seen so many on viral videos, just peppered the poor kid. And then he starts crying and then goes, daddy, why would you do that? So that's probably where the fucking hammer in the face came from now that I'm saying it out loud. You came from the hammer. Yeah. And my wife, oh my God, the death stare that I got from my wife. I'm just like, I don't even know if I'll be allowed to watch Eagles. And the kid still loves you though. Loves me to death. (laughs) To the death. That's not even matter. That's adorable. I love that. I just appreciate you guys so much. Sorry for making this the Mark Pity Mark show, but it was not. These are important things to walk through because it is something that I think a lot of parents walk through with their kids is that choosing of a parent at certain mm. times. I know we talked about it a bit with Josh and Laura when they were on. Um, it's something that we've definitely dealt with too, Meg and I, and with Cooper, because um, he was he's definitely more of a daddy's boy. Um, but yeah, we went through stages where he did not want her to put him to bed. And it was tough. Like we went through a couple of weeks where like we have always been like very, I'm very regimented with bedtime. Like I kind of stick to it with both of them to the letter mm-hmm. <laughs> um the way that i run it and meg was like i don't understand why he prefers you like i'll lay down with him i'll snuggle him until he falls asleep like i'll read him three books if he asks for it. i'm like nope i'm <laughs> you get two books every night i'm laying down for five minutes i give him a one minute warning and then i'm out <laughs> um but yeah like it, it was a tough time because she would literally like he would just be screaming and hitting her as yeah. she's walking upstairs to put him to bed and he would eventually calm down which is good um, and he's that little bit older, which is, uh, makes it maybe easier at times as well. But yeah, it was, it was a tough road for a couple of weeks with her. Just like, I'm hearing them up there. I'd usually like go over and stand at the bottom of the steps just to be like, okay, now I know like if I hear something or if she calls mm-hmm. my name, I can run up and be up there. Um, but yeah, kudos to Meg, my wife, she, she walked through it and took the shots, <laughs> took the shots from him. And like, we've gotten through that now where now over the past couple of months have been, very nice for both of them for bedtime. Mm. We're in a nice spot. We're enjoying it while it lasts. <laughs> and we'll see if it continues, right? But yeah, there's definitely, this is the stuff we have to talk about because it is the stuff that real people have to walk through, right? Yeah. And most oh. of it is just knowing that you're not alone in it. I appreciate you guys. Real Thank life so problems. Much. Yep. Yeah. With real life dads. Wow. Ooh. The Real Dad real Podcast. Dad podcast yes. Well. Well. <laughs> well. <laughs> I come in. We put the headphones on. I just spit hot diarrhea out of my <laughs> mouth for an hour and 15 minutes. Right. So I now have to pretend like I enjoy the fact that my daughter has a boyfriend and two boyfriends. She has a crush on two boys at school at six years old. She's keeping her options open. That's you know? <laughs> We're falling apart here, folks. (laughs) Buckle up.